Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Oh, I've missed you all so much. Welcome. Welcome to this week's episode of the Strong Wild Inspired Podcast. And thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. It feels absolutely amazing to be back podcasting again after what feels like a very long time away from the microphone. So thank you if you've been tuning in from the beginning for coming back. And if this is your first time here, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm sure some of you mamas out there can relate when I say it has been quite the balancing act between working full time, managing my household, all of the upkeep that comes along with it, 85% of my life as a mom being admin, uh, which moms, I know you can relate to that. Uh, Growing my brand, Strong Wild Inspired, working out for myself, which is the only me time I have these days lately. Being there for my family as a pillar of strength, while also making time for my extremely patient and uber understanding bestest boyfriend ever. Love you, honey. Thank you so much for being so patient through all of this. And making sure I set a time each day to give praise to God and share my heart with Christ, plus volunteer work and church growth groups. Whew! Yeah, it has been cray-cray. With all of this going on, you can see why it's been nearly six weeks since I've last podcasted, which obviously in podcast land, time is not linear the way it is in real life. So, you know, once this is published, someone who has not uh, listened to the podcast before, someone who is new to it, will just come on and see, you know, there's another podcast. But for those of you who have been listening since the beginning, you know that there's been a solid six weeks uh, since the last time I posted or podcasted rather. And uh, I want to thank all of you, really, really want to thank all of you so much for tuning in, for coming back week after week. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, I look forward to our journey together, building a stronger, healthier, happier you, one podcast at a time. Now, today I'd like to do something a little different, something I've never done before during one of my podcasts. I would like to pray for you. Now, if you don't know God yet or the whole idea of prayer makes you feel uncomfortable, I invite you to sit quietly with those emotions and see what comes up for you. You can also bypass the prayer altogether. That's the magic of uh, podcasts. You, know, you can fast forward if you'd like to. And uh, if you would like to just sit with me for a moment and just receive the prayer and absorb it. There is something so deeply profound about hearing someone say the words, can I pray for you? And how do I know that? Well, twice in the past nine months, I've heard those words spoken to me. Once during a time of deep, very deep emotional heartache, pain, sorrow, and despair. And then again, during a time of hope, praise and healing. And I can tell you with 100% truthful honesty, I've never forgotten each of those individuals. Perfect strangers at the time. One of them now a very dear sister in Christ. The other uh, is my advisor at uh, from Colorado Christian University. And 
I never forgot them extending their genuine human compassion and empathy to me from within the goodness of their kind, beautiful hearts. So just as these individuals open their hearts to me, I'd like to do the same for you right now. I'd like to pray for you. So if you are driving, you can listen to this. Obviously, do not close your eyes. Do not bow your head if you're driving. That would not be a good idea. If you need to pull over somewhere safe so you can listen to it and really absorb it, then by all means do so. And if you are not driving and you're in a position where you can just sit quietly and fold your hands in front of you and bow your head and just let, just let this prayer sink in. Heavenly Father, we uplift our hearts to you in praise. Thank you, Father, for being a loving God. Thank you, Father, for your mercy, your bountiful blessings, your never-ending love, and the forgiveness you offer to all who open their hearts to Christ. Father, I pray you bless those listening to this podcast right now. Bless their friendships, their partners, their children, grandchildren, and loved ones. Father, I pray you watch over each and every one of them, surrounding them with love, filling their hearts with joy and peace. Heavenly Father, I pray that whatever worries or troubles may be on their hearts and minds, they will be uplifted to you and your precious Son, Christ Jesus. Heavenly Father, guide them, guard them, and stand guard at the door of their minds and hearts. Protect them from the influence of the enemy. May they feel your eternal presence with them through all of their days. Father, it's in the precious name of Christ Jesus, I pray. Amen. Now stay tuned, my lovelies, and we'll be right back after this quick break. During today's podcast, I'm going to keep the momentum going as we journey through a six-part series called The Pillars of Peace. Now, this series touches base on six different practices that, when done daily, can help bring more joy, energy, and peace into your life. Each podcast will take a look at a different one, and today's topic is all about hydration, hydration, hydration. That's right. Today, we're diving into water, and yes... That was a punny joke, a punny mom joke. Before I began chemotherapy in 2014 for stage three colon cancer, I never drank enough water. Never mind drinking 50 to 100% of my body weight in ounces of water a day, as recommended by WebMD. Like when I tell you I did not drink water, I did not drink water. I was lucky if I probably had one eight ounce glass of water a day. That's how little water I drank. Uh, I drank a lot of milk, uh, which I later found out that I have a, it's like a sensitivity slash allergy to nothing, uh, you know, nothing that's gonna, it's nothing fatal, but it is, um, I just, I have a really bad skin reaction to dairy, so I can't have it. And, uh, I'm trying to think. I never was a soda drinker. Um, I think just a lot of uh, like sugary drinks like Gatorade, Powerade, juices, you know, whatever I had for the kids on hand, um, which juices are loaded, loaded, loaded with sugar. So 
I'm very, very uh, aware of that now with my children, thankfully, and uh, didn't really drink water. Um, iced tea, that was a big thing that we always had in the house, iced tea. But I was not a drinker of water until I started going through chemotherapy and they stressed the importance of hydration uh, because of all the chemicals that were going into my body. The current Institute of Medicine report from the National Academies of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine states that the recommended daily intake of water for people ages 19 and older is around 131 ounces for men and 95 ounces for women. Now, before you freak out, because I know that sounds like a lot of water, especially if you are not a water drinker, this overall fluid intake each day, it includes anything you drink or eat containing water, such as fruits, vegetables, anything like that. Of this total, so of that total intake, which is 131 ounces for men and 95 for women, men require 13 eight ounce cups of water from beverages and women require about nine eight ounce cups from beverages so it does break it down just a little bit more and you might be thinking okay that's cool why should I care or more importantly why should I care enough to actually drink more water I don't like it I don't like the way it tastes I'm not a fan I prefer soda, you know, whatever you are telling yourself or whatever that voice in your head is saying about why you should not drink more water and why you don't care to, just keep listening, my friend, because we're going to go through some really cool fun facts about water. For example, did you know there is the same amount of water on the planet now, present day, October 25th, 2021, same amount of water on the planet right now as when the earth was first formed. This means the water from your faucet could literally contain molecules that dinosaurs drank. Believe it or not, I did not just make that up. That is actually a scientific fact straight from the United States Environmental Protection Agency. You could be drinking dino water if you decided to hydrate more. Fact. The other thing is if you actually have the opportunity to chug down a glass of water that may possibly contain molecules previously consumed by a dinosaur, you're very fortunate because one in three people globally still did not have access to clean drinking water as of 2019. That's roughly 2.2 billion people, not thousand, not even hundred or hundred thousand or million, 2.2 billion people. Another fun fact about water, you can survive for nearly a month without food, but without water, take a guess. How long do you think a human being can survive without water? Is it three weeks? Is it two days? Is it a week and a half? Is it four days? Do you give up? A human being without water can only survive for one week. So you can go a whole month without food and still survive or, you know, survive up until that point. 
But if you go one week without water, you will not survive. Water regulates Earth's temperature, but it also regulates the temperature of the human body. Did you also know that 75% of your brain is made up of water? And so is 75% of a living tree. It's really, really fascinating when you think about how interconnected we are to this planet and how much we take it for granted. Whether you realize it or not, we really are part of a deeply interconnected system. And this is not woo-woo, wishy-wishy stuff. Like this is actual scientific 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 factual knowledge we are all connected uh you know we're connected as humans we're connected to nature to animals we have one planet people of course we're all connected there this idea of separateness and us being so different from each other it is just an idea it's scientific factual knowledge that we are deeply interconnected What's poured on the ground and sprayed into the sky makes its way into our water. The water we need to carry nutrients and oxygen to our cells, the water we need to remove waste from our bodies, cushion our joints, and protect our tissues and organs, it's all connected, all of this water. Throughout the course of a day, water is constantly lost in terms of our bodies, so we constantly lose water through daily, uh, you know, day-to-day activities like sweating, urinating, and breathing. Now, if you're pregnant or nursing, or if you live in a warmer climate, or if you're exercising more, the amount of water that your body loses is even more, which means the water required to maintain homeostasis or the steady state of a physical chemical and internal conditions with our bodies, basically, you know, a static state. We want to keep it healthy and keep it normal, normalized in terms of science. Um, For those individuals, it's greater. So if you're losing more water, then you're obviously going to have to hydrate more than someone who is not. Just to give you an idea of how important it is to hydrate properly, 83% of our lungs, it's composed of water. They are composed of water, I should say. There's two lungs, so they're composed of water. 90% of our blood, 64% of our skin, 79% of muscle, 79% of our liver, and 79% of our kidneys are all composed of water. Now, I don't know about you, but those seem like pretty important organs to hydrate in order to obtain a healthy state of bodily maintenance and balance. Now, maybe you're like me before I started chemo and you don't drink enough water, nor do you have any desire to. Maybe it's the fact that, you know, it's flavorless. I guess if you ask my daughter, she'll tell you that water does have a taste uh, and she can tell the difference. Um, but if you if you don't have any desire to drink more water, there are other ways that you can hydrate without drinking a ton of water. So you can eat things like watermelon, cucumbers, zucchini. Cucumbers contain about 96% water. It's incredible. And zucchinis contain about 95% water. Now, watermelon not only contains 92% water, it's also a great way 
to help your furry friends hydrate if they're not drinking enough water. And by furry friends, I mean Fido, your dog. Um, dogs love watermelon. My, one of my dogs, uh, well, the other one's not mine, but the, um, the dog that I have, she is 12. I've had her since she was a little tiny baby puppy when I adopted her and, um, or rescued her rather. But, uh, she loves watermelon. You can freeze it. You can give it to them straight off the rind. Uh, it's packed with H2O. Just be sure before you do give that to your dogs. You remove the seeds and the rind because uh, if you give it to them with the seeds and the rind on it, it can actually cause intestinal blockages and upset stomachs if you don't. There's one more thing I'd like to cover with you about how amazing water really is right after this quick break. So as promised, before we go, I want to share something pretty amazing with you about water. If you've never heard of the book, The Hidden Messages of Water, it is an absolutely fascinating read. It's by Masaru Emoto, and uh, that's, oh goodness, I want to say it's M-A-S-A-R-U is his first name, um, but the last name is Emoto, E-M-O-T-O. And it'll be super easy for you to find if you wanted to read it. It's a New York Times bestseller and the cover, I think I've seen a few of them that are have different covers, but normally it's got uh, kind of a bluish cover and, or sometimes it might be in like a black background, but there's a snowflake on the cover. Either way, just look for the hidden messages of water and it's a New York Times bestselling, um, New York Times bestselling book. Awesome, awesome book. Now in this book, Dr. Emoto discovered that when specific concentrated thoughts are directed towards crystals formed in frozen water, those thoughts will bring about physical change in those crystals. Literally nothing else. No fancy, uh, you know, lights that are melting the crystals and then refreezing them. I'm going to say this again. It's literally specific, concentrated thoughts focused toward the crystals formed in frozen water. Those thoughts will actually bring about physical change in those crystals. And he took pictures of this. So he has physical documented evidence of this from his um, experiment, which is showcased in the book. He found that water, when exposed to loving words showed brilliant, colorful, complex snowflake patterns. The same held true for water found in clear springs. What makes this so fascinating is that our cells and blood and certain organs are composed of so much water. Like within our own bodies we have so much water and obviously they're not frozen crystals uh, but it's still composed of these same molecules it's water molecules think about the words that you say to yourself right on a daily basis or the words you receive from others or tolerate from others when you say things to yourself when you think things and say them to yourself like, I'm so stupid, or what a dummy, or I'm so clumsy, or 
fill in the blank, anything that's negative. It's negative self-talk. It's not true. You are a child of the most high God. You are a beautiful divine creation and you were made in his image, in the creator's image. There is nothing stupid or dumb or clumsy or any of that about you. Get those thoughts out of your head right now. You are amazing. Those words, the negative self-talk that comes out that you say to yourself or you think to yourself, those words are not just affecting you on a mental, emotional level. They actually have the potential to affect us on a physical level. And even if you remove Dr. Emoto's um, experiment from this, you know, whether or not you agree with his research proving that water has consciousness, one thing that you might be able to agree with is that kind words, loving words, words of compassion and empathy, they feel really, really good to hear. And they can profoundly affect the way you feel on a core level when you're able to gift those words to yourself. Dr. Emoto's research proves that water changes into beautiful, magnificent patterns when thoughts of love and compassion are focused toward those frozen water crystals. What could this mean for us as human beings whose body composition contains up to 60% water? When we focus loving, compassionate thoughts and words towards ourselves. What could that mean for us? If the power of thought and intention can change frozen water crystals from just regular frozen water crystals to these beautiful, amazing patterns, these brilliant, colorful patterns, snowflake patterns, If doing that to just a little container of water, of frozen crystals, can do that. Imagine what using those same words of love and compassion can do to you on a core level. Imagine you telling yourself every day that everything you need to succeed, to be happy, to find fulfillment is within you. Imagine if you told yourself how loved you are by God every single day. Imagine if you believed those words. The possibilities are endless. Until next time, my darlings, I really want to thank you again for tuning into this episode of the Strong Wild Inspired Podcast. I know... I know, especially the last six weeks have really proved to me like time is one of the most sacred, sacred, precious commodities that you cannot get back. You can earn more money. You can buy more stuff. You can buy more groceries. You can make more food. You can, you know, all those like physical things. But time, time is one of those things that when it's lost, you can't get back that time. So I completely understand that your time is so valuable and I understand that you have so many podcast options available to you. And I also want you to know that I really, really appreciate you tuning in and, and just listening and letting me pray for you and letting me share this knowledge because as a coach, it is my job. I mean, first and foremost, human connection. I mean, that's my thing. I love people. I love people. I love working with people. I love 
people of all walks of life, little humans, big humans, the humans in between, difficult humans, not so difficult humans. Honestly, I love them all. And I just want you to know that that is part of my job is to educate people. So when I'm bringing you information in these podcasts, I am doing the research. I am crossing my T's and dotting my I's. And should I get something scientifically wrong, then you know what? I want someone to call me out on it. I want someone to bring it to my attention so that I have the opportunity. This actually happened uh, a few weeks ago when I had posted something. And, um, you know, someone had mentioned something to me about how they... Oh, how can I say it? Uh, You know, they misinterpreted the message pretty much and said that I had said something that I hadn't said when I had said exactly what they were trying to say I should have said, if that makes any sense at all. And and I went back and I fact checked everything because you know what? I'm not perfect. I'm still growing. I'm still learning. And I think for the course of our lives, that's what life is, you know, it's about service to others. It's about finding our faith and opening our hearts to Christ. It's about growing as an individual. It's about making a difference in the community. It's about being there for each other. And I, I owned that, you know, and I, I just thought, okay, all right, I'm going to go back and I'm going to fact check this and I'm going to look over things. And then when I fact checked it, I was like, actually, you know what? I said exactly what I meant to say. And it came out exactly how it was supposed to. And it turns out that the individual um, misinterpreted the information, which is is fine, right? Because that keeps me on my toes. If I post something or if I share something and someone comes back to me and says, um, actually, da-da-da-da-da, you know, this is what the information is, or actually, blah, blah, blah. Even if I stated correctly what I wanted to share, it gives me the opportunity to double-check It gives me the opportunity to fact check. And in the process, I may learn something new. I may want to do something different. And if someone brings it to my attention and I don't have the correct information, well, that's an opportunity for growth as well because then I can go, oh, wow, you know what? They're right. I need to learn more. I need to grow more. Um, And not to get on a little, you know, a side note here, side tangent, soapbox. uh, That's one of the reasons why working with a personal trainer is so amazing. I am a personal trainer. And guess what? I work with personal trainers, meaning I hire personal trainers to train me. I take group fitness classes because as much as I can correct someone else's form when I'm working with them or training them, and as much as I can correct my own form, if I'm looking in a mirror and I can see, oh, wow, you know, I've got to turn my hand a little, or maybe I'm not hinging my hips enough on that. Or, um, you know, maybe I'm, I'm not having a uh, a proper form, you know, with my chin tucked in and my chest puffed out, shoulders back. Those things are easy to correct when you're looking in a mirror, right? If you know what you're doing. But when you're in a group class and you're going through all of these exercises, boom, 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 you don't always think to do that. So that's why I love working with trainers because, um, or working in, you know, group fitness classes because they have the opportunity to share with you and other people in the class, like, hey, this is, you know, the right form. And you know what? I don't know everything. You don't know everything. As much as we all know in whatever field our expertise is in or whatever field we find to be our niche, is that niche? Niche? You guys know what I mean. 
everybody, you ladies, guys, everybody, all of you know what I mean. Um, whatever that particular area is, there is always, always room for growth. I don't care how much you know, nobody knows everything. And that's why I work with the Warrior Babe program because they give me uh, different recipes and different meals that I can try. They help me track my macros. They help me better uh, determine, do I want to be in a build program right now? Do I want to be in a burn program right now for my workouts? Um, You know, should I do more cardio? Should I do less cardio? Because I know my body and I know what works and what doesn't work. But at a certain point, you hit a plateau. And at a certain point, it's really, really important to reach out for help. And even if you don't reach a plateau, the the worst that can happen from you working with another, you know, hiring someone for their expertise, as long as they know what they're doing. Obviously, if they don't know what they're doing, then you can get injured and um, other things can happen. But if you hire someone to help you who knows what they're doing, who is beneficial in adding value to whatever you need help with, you're going to grow. You're going to learn. You're going to become better. And that's part of life. It's this journey of constantly evolving and becoming a better, um, smarter, healthier version of yourself, you know? So, um, yeah, I'm not sure how this got off on a tangent here, people, but, um, What I want to say is that I do my best to educate you and share as much knowledge with you as I can while still connecting with you on a very real human level uh, because I'm not just all textbook knowledge. I am also 90% real life knowledge. You know, I think 10% of of what I know is actual textbook knowledge. Most of it is, is real life stuff. So uh, I just want you to know that I'm I'm here to help you in any way I can. If you have questions, if you have concerns, anything, um, that's one of the joys of this podcast is being able to help you if I can't be there in person with you to train with you. I want you to know that you are appreciated. I want you to know that you are loved. And I also want you to remember to be strong, stay wild, and live your life inspired. Until next time, lovelies. Mwah.